From Eden by Fry, Volume 10, The Bournemouth and Boscombe Trilogy, Part 1, Pyromania, 4. What little George needed to know about incendiary devices, he learned very quickly, and Andy turned out to be an ideal accomplice. While George was methodical, wily and determined, Andy was swift, small and silent, and quite original in his thinking. The biggest challenge, George surmised, would be to procure a large number of detonators and wiring without raising suspicion, let alone alarm. But in actual fact, this proved a lot easier than he had anticipated. Relying mostly on the colour gas bottles for the bang, George came to realise that with the few very ordinary household items and some basic physics, he could most likely create simultaneous sparks. And if he could do that, he could ignite simultaneous boxes of matches and some firelighters or sponges dousing white spirits or petrol. And if he could do that, he could not perhaps calls, simultaneous bangs, but the random series that would result in different huts exploding at slightly different times would lend the spectacle its own satisfying symphonic quality. Conscious of the one chance to get this right aspect to his endeavour, combined with a patent inability to do a test run even on a model or an isolated remote specimen, George felt there was a lot at stake and a lot that could go wrong. He confided this worry, such as it was, in passing to Andy. Andy was unperturbed. Yeah, you can run a test. Where would I run a test? There are beach huts on every other beach in the country. Just go to a beach and do just the one. Nobody will think it's a test. They'll just think, fuck, the hut blew up. Bummer. That made sense. It would be no more difficult than travelling to another beach, remote enough so as not to draw attention to Boscombe and Bournemouth, and close enough so as not to take more than an hour's travel or so, and a field test could be run on just one, perhaps slightly isolated beach hut that looked like it might recently have been in use, and that fulfilled the principal criteria set by his actual target huts for reference. Brighton, Andy did not need to think about this. Brighton is miles away and it's extremely busy. Exactly. It's miles away and nobody would think anybody from Bournemouth would be stupid enough to go there just to blow up a beach hut. Plus, there are any number of people off their heads enough there to set fire to one of their huts by accident. The reasoning was flawless. It was risky. George thought, but on balance, and thinking about it a bit further, longer, and more thoroughly, not as risky, most likely, as going to a remote beach where two teenagers, one lanky and tall, the other tiny and cute, would be instantly memorable. In Brighton, nobody would bat an eyelid. All they had to do was go there, find the right hut, maybe somewhat to the end of the beach, and run their test without getting caught. It would be like a rehearsal. It would be 
indispensable George suddenly understood. Of course, they had to do a test. Now the question was how to stay away overnight without raising eyebrows. We go and visit my uncle Edward, Andy suggested. Great, where does he live? In London, of course. Of course. George told his dad, Andy his mother, they would spend a weekend in London with Uncle Edward. Uncle Edward was asked and readily agreed. He was looking forward to seeing them. Once in London, they would simply go out, as you do of a Saturday night, and return very late or early next morning. Uncle Edward would not ask them where they had been, or if he did, he would do so in the way uncles do. All right, boys, have you had a good time last night? Yeah. Where did you go? Oh, we went out. Great. Help yourselves to juice in the fridge and whatever there is to eat. There wouldn't be much to eat in the fridge, and the juice would be something like acai berry or radiant beetroot, but no further questions would be asked. The thought that the boys might have taken a train down to Brighton would not occur to Uncle Edward, and if it did, he'd think that was a splendid idea. But they wouldn't tell him, just in case by some freakish coincidence, the news of a beach hut in Brighton having blown up might reach London. They thought that was extremely unlikely. It would be more likely, though still wildly improbable, to reach Bournemouth in a typical someone in Brighton blew up their hut kind of way. Time was tight, but Uncle Edward confirmed he'd be around the following weekend, and the weather, as if to order, was gorgeous.